0: and happy friday australia and welcome to day 14 of the tokyo's 2020 podcast what a day it was yesterday we had some surprising gold medals we had some disappointing results but i guess that's the olympics for you isn't it i'm your host for today's episode alex van Arnholt. and tonight i'm joined by my two main men first up we have the baron of bellevue hill ollie how was your olympic thursday big fella
1: Mate, it was a rollercoaster of a day yesterday. Um, some highs and some lows, but all in all, I thoroughly enjoyed my time watching the Olympics. as Per,
0: outstanding, mate. Good to hear. And then we've got the Leppington Leprechaun. You're keeping safe in Sydney's uh, west at the moment, Tommy.
2: Uh, I'm trying to, mate, but um, not doing much moving around. It's mostly in front of the telly, so no chance of me getting any any spicy cough.
0: Good man, mate. Doing your part. Doing your part. We love to see that. All right, boys. We've uh, opening question tonight. Um, we've gone a, a bit of a lighter note uh, as we've tried to do, tried to mix it up a bit, I guess. But uh, tonight's one is: which past or present Olympic athlete would you want to get on the piss with or go on the tear with? So, Ollie, we'll throw to you first,
1: mate. Mate, I've gone with the man who proved you could smoke, eat pizza, drink bourbon, and still win an Olympic medal: Jumpin' jai Tarima. He's an idol of mine. Uh, one, Of course, won the uh, silver at Sydney in the long jump. Uh, has heavily tattooed with a navel piercing. Uh, very unlikely hero of Sydney 2000. And then he also has one of the great quotes where he said um, if he jumped in the uh, long jump between the hours of 2am and 4am, he actually might have won the gold, which I think we brought up before. So I think he'd be definitely one person that you'd like to go on the tear with. Sounds like a, a whole heap of fun. I just, A big big shout-out to um, one of my hometown heroes, Nathan Bagley. He came in a close second, but obviously I've got to, to tell with him because he's currently doing about 25 years, I think, in uh, in Grafton Jail, but well, that's a story for another day.
2: Absolutely,
0: yeah. How about yourself, Tommy?
2: Well, I've actually gone with a, um, a very prominent American swimmer, um, Won a number of medals in Athens, Beijing, um, I think Sydney as well. Uh, no, I'm not talking about Michael Phelps. I'm actually talking about the great Cleet Keller. And I'd actually just love to sit down and have a few beers with Cleet and uh, discuss the ins and outs of uh, storming the capital, namely uh, his part in it, and whether the 2020 US president election was fair.
0: Fair enough, mate. Um I've gone a similar sort of note, a bit controversial. I've gone the great man, Grant Hackett, um, obviously he's known for his, um, hotel exploits and, um, a few still knocks episodes. But, um, apart from that, I think he was uh, a bit of a stayer. So 15, if you can swim 1500 meters, you can swim like a fish and hopefully you can drink like a fish. Uh, he also seemed, doesn't know when the night's over a bit like myself. So, um, I feel like the great man Grant would have, um, be great company. I'm sure he'd have a few good yarns as well. All right. Um, well, speaking of long distance swimming, that's where we kick off for yesterday's review. Uh, the marathon. We had the men's the marathon swimming. Had the men's ten kilometers. So obviously had Karina Lee taking the bronze in the female equivalent yesterday. We had Kai Edwards. He finished in twelfth. So it's a tough effort. It's tough to watch. I'm sure it's a tough effort uh, event to compete in. So uh, good on you for getting over there, Kai. Uh, then we had the golf. We had Hannah Green and Minji Lee. They both started uh, yesterday at Evens and Hannah had a big day. Actually, she shot six under yesterday and is now up to eight. And then Minji Lee shot three under, so she's up to 24th. So Hannah is probably uh, more likely um, smoking for a medal there, but Minji Lee, obviously coming off the back of a couple of uh, good weeks with a major win only two weeks ago is um, still a chance with moving day on today. Um and then nine o'clock, we had the the men's park skateboarding. Uh, it's fast become, it, oh, it's it's quickly gone from being one of our least favorite sports to one of our favorite sports. Um, after some Aussie gold today, so within that we had Kieran Woolley. He, he qualified in the top three from the, the heats, and then Keegan Palmer, who uh, came from nowhere to put up the highest score in the first round, and then he also he backed that up with the highest score in the third round in the final today. So. He's taken out gold. So we had Logan in the BMX at the skate park, and now we've had Keegan in the the skateboarding at the skate park. So um, keep, ending, keep giving your kids bogan names, and they'll keep bringing home the golds in these um, modern day Olympic events. Do you catch any of that one, all I
1: did, mate. Um, and uh, interesting to find to note that Keegan actually grew up on the Gold Coast. He now now based in San Diego. So we had Keegan from the Gold Coast and Logan from Logan. You would not read about it. Um, but that was awesome to watch. He did really well, obviously, as we mentioned, he posted the two highest scores of the day, so it was a very deserved win from Keegan um, and a, a great event for all Australia. Tom, what were your thoughts on the uh, skateboarding this, uh, was, uh, yesterday morning?
2: Yeah, much the same. I um, I wasn't going in with uh, much expectation, to be honest. I wasn't, I wasn't really across the form on who were the, the athletes to beat, but I was pleasantly surprised with the quality of it. Um, I don't know, I guess, given the fact we've won a gold now, I suppose I'm, I'm more inclined to allow it at the next few Olympics, but it's still, it's still like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's still, I'm still a little bit iffy, um, but it was good. I, I found it quite interesting. The, uh, the competitors seemed to be very close, uh, particularly afterwards they were hugging and stuff. I mean, if I was if I was in their position and I saw one of my competitors' staff, I'd probably be cheering. These guys started to, like, cry. Um, but, yeah, maybe that's just a different generation.
0: Yeah, fair and enough. And
2: there was a 46-year-old bloke from South Africa competing, which I yeah. found and
0: he, and, he, and he wasn't even the oldest competitor. There was a bloke from um, Denmark or Norway, one of those Scandinavian um, countries, Uh I think he won an X Games medal in the mid-90s. So he's um, been in it for the long haul. And uh, it's probably time for him to hang up the skateboard and hang up the globes and um, move on to something a bit more age-appropriate. I'd say. We did put the call out
1: last night for a few older skateboarders after watching the women. Yeah, I don't and know if we football. met that old. Uh, well,
0: we might yet see big Tony Hawk come out of retirement for uh, home Olympics in LA in 2028. that would be great to see. Um, and then at the athletics. So obviously this morning we had the first couple of rounds of day two of the decathlon. We had Cedric Dubler and Ashley Maloney. Um, so this morning they had the 110 hurdles, the discus, and the pole vault, three very different events. Um, and then tonight, that's all. Or last night, I should say, it's all finished off uh, with the javelin and the 1500 meters and. Absolutely outstanding viewing because the great man, Ash Maloney, at only 20 years of age, has secured a bronze medal for the nation. Did you catch much of that one, Tommy?
2: Yeah, I managed to uh, see all of his events tonight. I was kind of keeping a close eye on it, noting that the point score was quite close. Um, yeah, he seems like a real talent. I know we were talking about it before. Uh, his weaknesses seem to be in the throwing events. Um he did, you know, it was kind of middle to back of the field in the javelin um, and the shot put. So I imagine, you know, in the next three years, if he gets into the gym, I know it's obviously a lot more complicated than that, but you know, if he can get into the gym, put on a bit of size and build up his power base, which will come with age, he's going to be a serious gold medal chance. You know, he already was, but I think that, you know Kurt Warner, the Canadian, was pretty bloody impressive today. I think he was only the fourth athlete ever to break nine thousand points in the in the decathlon. So, you know, um, you know, perhaps he wouldn't have beaten him, but you know, three years' time in in um, Paris, I think things will be a little bit different.
0: Yeah, and worth noting as well that the the two blokes that finished above him today are stalwarts on that decathlon tour. I think they both medaled in Rio as well. So, um, I think it's an an event where uh, the experience comes in handy. And I guess as you as you get through it, you know how to time yourself better and um, all the sort of experts uh, were saying that Ash's best day was going to be day one, which it turned out to be, but he did more than hold his own tonight. I think he ran a six second PB in the 1500. Did you catch much of that
1: one as well, Ollie? Yeah, I loved that one. Uh, in my eyes, he's the third best athlete at the whole Olympics after taking out the bronze. What a grueling effort that is. I'm sure Ash will sleep well tonight. Um, loved watching Warner. He's an absolute specimen.
2: One thing to note there actually in that 15 was um, from what they were saying on the commentary was Cedric Dubler. Um He actually sort of sacrificed his own 1500 and went out hard with Ash and pushed him through the first couple of laps to make sure that he was in touch with the rest of the pack. Um, you know, and in the process, he kind of gassed himself, but, you know, good, good, uh, a great teammate, seems like a decent bloke. Uh, he He wasn't performing too well anyway, but, uh, just sort, I suppose, you know, a good, uh, good mateship there.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think they said earlier today in the shop, put heard him say that he, he sort of acted like a mentor for Ash because he's a bit older, his whole career so far. So, uh, what a good man, the true Australian spirit there, taking one for your mate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It sort of um brings back a few memories of the Tri-Wizard tournament where another Cedric gave himself up for um another young younger athlete to go ahead and claim the glory. So good on you there, Cedric. Um, putting a bit of pride in that name Uh, and then at 10 past 10 yesterday we had the women's high jump the qualification round so we had nicola mcdermott and eleanor patterson they both cleared the the bar at 195 so they're through to the final so we love to see that obviously and then tonight in the athletics the um the worst event on the program in my opinion the men's 20 kilometer race walk Uh, Typically an event we've been pretty strong at, but it wasn't to be today with Kyle Swan and Declan Tingay finishing 36th and 17th respectively. Uh, Then at 6 o'clock... i just go back to that
1: walk, Al. How is he still an Olympic event? It is a complete joke. (laughs) (laughs) Caught a bit of that today. It just astounds me that that's still an event. Get rid of it for Paris, I say it's just pretty much slow running. It's
0: it just doesn't do anything for the 50k is all right because it's a bit more grueling, but it's um yeah it doesn't do much for me and so hopefully uh by the time that Brizzy rolls around we're not seeing them um traverse the famous streets of Caxon Street and Vulture Street and uh it's uh no longer in the in the great event that is the Olympics. Um, So where where were we? Yep. Six o'clock last night, we had the women's four by 400 meter relay. Um, So our team unfortunately finished seventh in the heat. So that's the end of their campaign, but in better news at nine o'clock, the men's 1500 meter semifinals, we had two runners go through. So we had Stewie McSwain and Ollie Hoare. They're both into the final, which is on at 7.50 PM Australian Eastern standard time on Saturday. Uh, So, We've obviously been giving McSwain a bit of a wrap. He was probably our biggest uh, medal fancy heading into this. And We've seen, now seen the great man Maloney win the bronze in the decathlon and um, the great Peter Spagbol uh, run a close fourth in the 800 last night. So hopefully experts are, are right for once and Stuart McSwain's uh, up on the podium tomorrow night. Um, and then uh, just moving through the events from today... Uh, we had the beach volleyball, obviously. Um, so the girls got through the semi semi-finals So we've got our first Olympic final in that event since Sydney. Uh, that was obviously a famous victory. So um, Artacho Del Solar and Taliqua Clancy are through to the gold medal match against the Americans after knocking off the Latvians today. So um, I think we were pretty heavy favorites to win that. And the first set uh, was a bit of a nail biter, but, the girls came through and absolutely bombed them in the latter half of the second set. And uh, Ollie,
1: yeah, I think that was pretty important making light of work of the Latvians today. Short turnaround, obviously, before we play the Sepos tomorrow. Um, and we just only beat Can- Canada. Oh, sorry, we played the Sepos today. Only beat Canada a couple of days ago as well. So as much rest as possible would be you know, key. Um, but they absolutely killed it. They looked really good. It's good, good good sport to watch, the beach volleyball, thoroughly enjoying it, especially when the girls are that talented. Tommy, what do you think of that one?
2: Oh, much the same, mate. Uh, um, yeah, ser- seriously, um, impressive athletes, the two girls, and, um, you yeah, I'll be glued to the telly today to watch them bring home gold.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh... And then another disappointing one, sorry to bring up more and more disappointing news amongst the, the good results, but we had the Boomers up in action against the Seppos. The um, so probably the less said about that one, the better, but uh, had a really strong start to that game. We're up by 15 at one point in the second quarter and ended up losing by about 18. So very disappointing result there, but uh, still on the hunt for our first Olympic medal. And that's probably, that was probably the, the bare minimum that we expected. So, um, I think they're, the boys are on Saturday. Is that right, Ollie?
1: Yeah, Saturday. That's right.
0: Yeah. So uh, as we said, probably the less said about that, the better. But hopefully they can bounce back by then. And um, I'll be out of my um, boomers loss-induced depression by then to um, hype it up a little bit more than I've been doing now. And then we're we'll back to the shipping lane. So this uh, yesterday morning we had the women's kayak, the um, single 500-meter semi-final and final. I believe Alice Wood finished fifth in the A final there. So it was great to see. And then uh, not long after that, we had the men's kayak double. They, the boys sort of came from nowhere. They were a bit disappointing in their individual events, but Tommy Green and John Van of Westhausen progressed through to the final and they duly delivered. So that was the second gold in about um, 20 minutes, um, following up from the great man Keegan's um, gold there. Uh, Tommy, you're the expert in the shipping lane. I'm sure you you had your eyes glued to the screen for that one.
2: I did. Yeah, I caught them in there semi yesterday, and they looked pretty dominant. Um, so I was duly impressed. Um, but I, you know, they they got out to a good start, led for the whole race pretty much. But it looked a little bit um, close. It was going to look like it was going to go quite close in the last hundred and fifty meters or so. The Germans closed in on them, um, but they managed to pull off a little push, probably. 100 or 80 metres from the line just to get uh, the bow of their boat out a little bit bit further. Um, but it was a cracking race and, and great great work from the lads who, who were both, like, recent into the sport. Well, I believe Tommy Green got into it because he was a uh, surf boat rower and he was kind of doing it to keep fit for his surf life-saving. And Jean van de and I actually believe, was educated in South Africa um, but moved to the Gold Coast for his uni. So... Um, I'm not sure he's an, obviously just a naturalised Aussie, but great to see him. I saw him singing in the national anthem, loud and proud, which you love to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we were back to the velodrome again, Tommy. So, you, as always, you had the, your keen eye on that. You love your um, your, your time-based events, don't you?
2: Yeah, well, it seems to be the ones that are the most gruelling, anyway. Um, yeah, we had the um, men's omnium. Uh, on this afternoon so the remaining two right, two events in that and Sam Wellsford who is our sole representative he finished 11th in it uh, and then after that we had the women's Kieran quarterfinal um, where Carly McCulloch finished fifth in her semi sorry she, she finished second in her quarterfinal and then finished fifth in her semi um, which means she'll go through to the seventh through to twelfth race so unfortunately she won't be going for a medal but um, you know, she she did look quite impressive there in in her uh, quarterfinals. So hopefully she can push for seventh. Uh, and then I think we um, we're onto the diving, onto the platform, Al, uh and Al. And seems like well, not we didn't kind of pick this one. We, we've known this woman for a long time now, but um, it was honestly it was great to see her get a medal in an individual, a long deserved individual medal. Um, Melissa Wu in the ten meter platform. What did you think of that, Al?
0: Yeah, well, uh, obviously we know Melissa from her uh, brewer, silver medal in the the synchronized platform in Beijing, and um, our younger listeners will probably remember her from the numerous ads she's been on um, during the Channel Seven coverage this year about having her own website. So um, I'm not I'm not too sure which uh, website company that is that's employed her as their uh, ambassador, but they've done a great job picking an obscure medal chance because. She came out today behind a couple of uh, very young Chinese divers and secured the bronze uh, in the 10 meters platform individual. So that was absolutely outstanding. And I'm not that good at judging the the diving. I just sort of go off the splash on and I and how close they get to the board. But uh, bio reports a great effort from her today. Ollie, I'm sure you're watching that one. The great Wu Tang yeah. Clan.
1: I was, mate. It was. Um... Yeah, she was unreal. Uh, couldn't have done much more. Those Chinese jumpers, I must say, are excellent. But it's pretty hard to make a splash when you weigh about 27 kilos really wet. So they obviously had a, a massive advantage there. They said the girl was 14. She looked we'll like she was about seven. Um, but hats off to the two Chinese ones. They, I think they both posted perfect tens at one point. Um, so they that were would, that would just going to be too good. But we It's great to see her finally get an individual bronze. You know, what is her fourth Olympics? Um, They they said she's had a long battle of depression and stuff like that. So to come out on the other side and take home a bronze medal is outstanding.
0: Absolutely. And then we're off to the the football. We had the Matildas in the bronze medal match against the Yanks. Uh, So the Yanks took an early lead. It was actually quite an entertaining game in terms of the volume of goals scored, which has been a bit of a problem with the, the football program at this Olympics. Um, but despite pulling it back to four three in the the last couple of minutes, uh, just unable to grab that equaliser in the last, in the dying minutes, so narrowly missed the bronze there. Uh, can't remember who scored, but it's all one of the better goals I've seen in the um from the Matildas girls in the last few years. So that was a um a bit of a highlight in what's what it's been a pretty good tournament for the girls to be honest though, because uh coming into it they'd been a bit out of form, so to be pushing the Yanks and pushing the Swedes. Uh, a couple of unlucky moments in both of those games and uh, probably should have been a silver or gold. Onward and uh, to played the them both group. twice, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. So we um, had a shocking draw, snuck through in third place from our group stage and then uh, unlucky enough to come up against then the pretty much the two best teams in the world, the Swedes and the Yanks in the um, our last two matches. So... Who Knows what would have happened if, we're on, if we had a bit of a better draw, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, so they say. Um, and then over to the water polo, I believe the girls were in the fifth first, fifth to eighth playoffs tonight, so we'll have an update f- uh on that for you on Saturday.
2: Yeah. Oh, they, they uh, I think they beat Canada tonight, didn't they? Um, and they they beat them in penalties to go through to play, I think. F- I think it could be the States, but don't quote me on that. But they definitely won tonight, yeah.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's good to see them at the quarterfinals. That's a, um, an impressive feat nonetheless. And uh, hopefully, yeah, they can end their tournament on a high. And then once again, uh, the hockey much, was much anticipated match, uh, the gold medal match, but us against the Belgians, the famous waffle eaters. So a bit of a dull game there. They scored... Just inside the first few minutes of the second half, and then we got one back. Uh, but unfortunately, despite having um, unlimited substitutions and in uh, playing a 60 minute game, the hockey rules don't have extra time. So that just went straight to penalty shootout, which I think is a bit, a bit suspect because for such a big result. Um, and then so we went down to them 3 2 in the penalty shootout, I believe. Uh, did you catch any of that one, Ollie?
1: Yeah, I did, yeah. Heartbreaking stuff for the Kookaburras. Um, it wasn't much of a game, to be honest. It just, yeah, it didn't really seem to flow. Seen better games of hockey, that's for sure. Um, but no, they they performed admirably, um, and they'll go home with a silver medal, which they can be proud of. Tom, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, much the same. Um, you know, as, I, as I've said to you before, I don't particularly like hockey at the best of times. I can get up for big games like this, but um yeah, they didn't really look threatening in my very uh, uneducated mind. Um, I think we've been pretty poor at the short corners in this tournament, both men and the women. And then I'd question the uh, technique used in our uh, strokes for the penalties. Um, I just found anytime the Belgians um, went took a penalty or a stroke, they looked far more threatening. There was a lot more deception. We were fairly... Um, like kind of calculated but predictable at the same time. Uh, So I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was just something that I I kind of picked
0: up. I know. I definitely noticed that as well. I think the Belgians, every time they had it, they would take it up to the keeper and then try and swivel or turn around on him. And then we had two of our balls knocked away by their keeper, just losing the control of the ball. So bit disappointing but in better news it means we don't have to watch hockey for another three years until Paris so that's um, also very good news um, and then we move on to today's preview so happy Friday listeners uh, and then kicking it off we're going to do it a little bit differently today we're going to go through in alphabetical order just to mix it up a bit so uh, first off the list we've got the artistic swimming uh, tonight at eight thirty. so Friday night footy is not your go then this one's for you uh, so this event Famously, formerly known as synchronised swimming. I think that had such a bad name that they've had to change it to artistic swimming to try and claw back the viewers. But uh, if you want to see a team of girls pretending to drown together or doing tricks together, uh, this is one for you. Uh, so tonight we've got the team technical routine. So we've got um, a solid lineup in Carolyn Buckle, Hannah Burkhill, Kira Gazard, Alessandra Hope, Kirsten Kanash, Rachel Presser, Emily Rogers, and Amy Thompson in that one. So wishing the the girls all the best in that one tonight. And then Tommy, another big day at the Olympic Stadium tomorrow. Uh, What's happening there? Indeed it is, Al. Uh, It kicks off nice and early with the
2: men's 50-kilometre race walk. Uh, Riddy and Cowley will be representing us there. Uh, And then from then on, it's all girl power. We've got the uh, 20K race walk with Jemina Montag, Rebecca Henderson and Katie Hayward. Um, that's at 5.30, so that's the start of the evening session. Uh, and then later on uh, tonight, we've got the women's javelin final with Mackenzie Little, Catherine Mitchell and Kelsey Lee Barber. So three Aussies in the mix um, vying for a medal. Um, so let fingers crossed we, we might jag one there. And then later on tonight at 10.50, we've got the women's 1500 metre final featuring Lyndon Hall and Jessica Hull both of whom putting outstanding performances in their semis uh, to reach this. Uh, And again, you know, given the unpredictability of the middle distance event might be lucky enough to, um, to, to jag a a minor there. I I don't know if we'll be competing for the gold, unfortunately. Um, Safan Hassan, the, uh, the, she's already won the 5,000 meters at this Olympics. Uh, She's, she's looking to go for the distance treble. And this is the second of them. Um, she looks like she's in red hot form, and I'd say she'll go close, uh, if not winning, she'll go close to winning this, if, if not winning it. Um, but that'll be one to look out for. And then, all, um, we've got the beach volleyball today, obviously, a very important match, the gold medal match um, with Mariartha, Atacha, Del Sola, and Talika Clancy. Um, what are you thinking? Okay. Uh, I know you're a big, big old beach volleyball man.
1: This is the one to plan your lunch break around, that's for sure. Um, gold medal match. Atacho del Solar, who was actually born in Peru, distant cousin of our hurdling expert, I believe, Nick Perugue. Um, And she grew up in uh, Kalara, in, in Sydney's leafy northern suburbs. Um, and Taliqua Clancy, the girl from King Arroy up in northern Queensland, um, up against the CEPOs or the US as they're commonly referred to these days. Um, so that's that's going to be absolutely massive. Be our first um, beach volleyball gold medal if we're, if we're able to um, come through with a good since Sydney 2000, the famous one, Natalie Cook and Kerry Potters. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that one. And then our afternoon just gets better from there. We're off to the boxing ring now for our favourite boxer, Mr. King Harry Garside.
0: Yeah. King Harry, he now is, now that he's got his crowning glory of the Olympic medal. No longer Prince Harry. He's got a tough task tomorrow against the Cuban Andy Cruz. He looked very good in his quarterfinal as well. Um, but Harry, we know he's a man of many talents. hes He paints his nails. He does ballet and he loves to uh, bash blokes heads in for a living. So um He's, he's come out and said, he goes, it's so good. I've already won a medal, but I'm only here for one reason. That's a gold. He, he won the gold in the same division at the Com Games up on the Goldie in 2018. So I'm very excited to see what he can do tomorrow. And I'll duly be wearing my new Air Maxes, supporting him on. Might even uh, make a couple of Nordica purchases if he, if he can get the victory tomorrow and into the gold medal match. Tommy, I know you're a big boxing fan as well. Pretty keen for that one i
2: am mate i am and you know we were early on the bandwagon um i dare i say we we created the bandwagon for the king um so i'm just imploring all our viewers to put their tms out tomorrow for has um put them out put them on your doorstep um wear your nordica jackets because it's going to be a big day he's going to he's going to flog this cuban and he's going to he's going to take us to gold gold
0: glory yeah absolutely right there um I think you're getting about fifteen to one as well to see that the great man Harry win the gold. So he's backing himself. So um, if you think you're patriotic Aussie, you should probably back him as well. Um, then we're back to the shipping lane for the canoeing and the kayaking sprints. So we've got uh, ten thirty this morning. Uh, the women's C two five hundred. So we've got uh, Bern Wallace and Josephine Bulmer. They'll have the heats and the quarterfinals tomorrow. Uh, today, sorry, and then uh, the K4, so that's a bit quicker. The uh, the women's K4, so we've got Jamie Roberts, Joe Bridgen Jones, Shannon Reynolds, and Catherine MacArthur in those heats, and then we've got the men's K4. Not long after that, we've got Lachlan Tame, Riley Fitzsimmons, Murray Stewart, and Jordan Wood in the heats there. So we've already had a uh, one unexpected gold in the in this uh, kayak and canoe sprints down the shooting lane. So who knows? Uh, What surprises our paddlers could do from there tomorrow. And then we're back to the track cycling tomorrow. So we had Carly McCulloch in the Kieran today, I believe, and now she's backing up in the sprints. So um, fingers crossed she can pull a big big effort out. Uh, And then back to the diving pool where we've got Sam Fricker and Cassiel Russo in the men's um, duet, I believe. No, it's um, the
2: uh the individual platform. Oh, it's so there
0: in the individual as well? Yeah, so yeah. So Sam looking-
2: Sam Frick is actually um TikTok famous. Uh, so some of our younger uh, listeners might be familiar with his exploits on TikTok. I think he's got like a million followers or something. Uh, I've never I've never seen him because I've never used
0: TikTok. But uh, I just happen to know. You guys on
1: TikTok yet? No,
0: I'm on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've mainly got it to um to try out the filters and make embarrassing videos of our one of our favorite listeners, Jack Williams. <laughs> uh, but I know that uh, the great man, John Julian is a big TikTok user. So he probably follows uh, Sammy Fricker. Yeah, I'd say he would. Uh, so, well, we had a good result in that, in the, the women's individual platform today. So hopefully they can back that up. Uh, and then obviously the golf moves on moving day there. So Minji Lee uh, at three under and Hannah Grant at six under, as we said earlier. Uh, so Hannah, probably the more likely metal threat, but who knows what can happen. And then the karate, we've had the, the, the kata was on yesterday, which I think is probably the worst Olympic sport I've ever seen. It's pretty much just practicing your karate form. It's, it's more, more a form of dance than a martial art. Like picture um, daniel son in Karate Kid um, fighting against no one I'm, I'm even doing these fucking stupid moves now, but it is absolutely awful. Um, so thankfully we're back to a bit of combat tomorrow night. So we've got our, our lone karate car, which is uh Japanese for karate fighter. If, if you don't speak Japanese like I do. Um, and we've actually got a, a, a man with a Japanese name in the Kumite 75 kilo division. Um, his name is Suniari Yahiro. So fingers crossed that he's uh can pull a bit of his uh inspiration in his homeland and uh pull out a big performance for his, his new country uh in the men's 75 kumite uh, which we would love to see in what is the first ever karate at the olympics i believe um, and then we've got the modern pentathlon so yesterday we had a few uh fencing qualification rounds didn't catch much of that so Uh, with the women's competition finishes tomorrow so they've got pretty much their main round of every event so if you're not familiar with the modern pentathlon that consists of the fencing the shooting and running the swimming and the uh, horse riding the the show jumping i believe so um, that's one it's a bit of a bit of a sport for the purists but um, it's a bit interesting nonetheless and then rounding it all out we've got the individual all-round qualification in the rhythmic gymnastics. We've got Lydia Lydia yakov Yakov Levla. Sorry, that's a bit of a tongue twister, that one. Uh, So fingers crossed she can uh, perform like a surname suggests you should be able to in the the gymnastics. And that's a wrap for uh, Friday's events. So I think we move on to today's multi. Tommy, you kicked us off. How did you go with uh, Stephen DeCosta in the men's 67-kilo karate semi?
2: Well, as I predicted, um, Stephen came through with the goods. He was the favourite to win the tournament, paying $1.91, and that he did. Uh, that wrapped up about an hour or so ago. Uh, so thanks to Stephen. Um, I hope he made a couple of, couple, albeit the multi may not have gone completely successful. I hope someone loaded up on it, uh, out, stand out. What about you? What do you
0: have? Well, I love winning, Tommy, just like you do. Uh, so, I picked a winner for our listeners. Uh, obviously, Artacho, Del Solar, and Clancy were too good for the Latvians today, and a dollar forty-five was massive overs. So, I tipped that for the listeners and had a, had a little bit of it, a uh, little bit on it myself. So, that's very good to say. Ollie, how was your tip?
1: Uh, it was redundant because uh, our listeners' leg went first and um, dead out to Will Dutalus. Yeah, Joe Ingalls, 15-plus points. He actually got off to a flying start, hit two threes in the first three minutes. So it was on six points, but um, only finished the game on nine points, which led to the end of all our multis. So we'll go again tomorrow. Al, you're doubling down on the uh, beach volleyball for tomorrow, I see.
0: Yeah, that's right. Why stop a winning formula? Uh, getting $2.50 tomorrow against the Yanks uh, and there's a bit of revenge to be had there on the Yanks after knocking us out in the basketball and taking the bronze off us in the um, the girls football tonight so $2.50 for the girls to win the gold and take us to our, our record ever gold hall so I think $2.50 is a bit of a steal there to be honest how about yourself Ollie?
1: Yeah, I've gone with um, my homeland of Sweden, getting a big win over um, Canada in the women's football final to take out the gold. That's paying $1.85, um, and it's as good as a sure thing. So make sure you include that in all your multis. Tommy, what are you thinking? I've gone with Shawnee
2: Miller-Iwabo you, you you were beau of the Bahamas to win the women's 400-metre final. She was the gold medalist in Rio, uh, and I've kind of just gone with the trend Um, of people backing up in the sprint events to win gold. So I I think she's going to do it. She's got a good back end of the race. So watch her to storm home in the last 100 and win that 400-metre final.
1: And then we have our listener's leg, which has come in from Mr. Weekend himself, Tommy Flannery, and uh, his good mate, Jack Clarkin. they've gone with Saifan Hassan in the 1,500 metres, paying $2.20. So all in all, that will... Give our multi a grand price of $16.99, which is pretty juicy. Yeah, it's um, a good way to start your weekend, jagging a big Friday multi like
0: that. Uh, might even be able to afford a bit of the top shelf liquor to treat yourself in lockdown uh, if you're having enough on that one. So fingers crossed we can return to winning ways tomorrow after a disappointing performance from our listener and Oliver. Um <laughs> In the sorry, we're all about accountability here, Ollie, except when I'm the loser. So uh you'll just gonna have to wear that one tonight. Um, but that brings us to an end tonight. As always, send in your listeners leg for the multi. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of research to be done for a big Saturday on the couch in front of the the for the last weekend of the Olympics. So we're counting down now. Um, so, obviously, we're on Instagram, 2020, Twitter at tokyos2020, and in our email, ozlympics at gmail.com. Um, Tommy, pleasure to have you back tonight. Um, I bet you're looking forward to have, uh, knocking the top off a few cold buns tomorrow night and um, settling in for a, the start of a big weekend of Olympic action.
2: Absolutely, and it seems as though ha- the King has Kicking things off tomorrow afternoon, it could be an early knockoff for me, as as I imagine it is in the the Van Arnhold house in in Tamworth.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong there. And uh, Ollie, yourself, big weekend plan.
1: Yeah, I'm actually due to get the uh, second jab tomorrow afternoon. So hopefully I'm feeling uh, on top of the world. If not, I'll have the Olympics to cheer me up. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Outstanding, mate. All right, listeners, that'll do from us tonight. Uh, so all the best for your weekends and um, sayonara and have a cracker.